1: Hello and welcome to another episode of VJH Supply Chain. This is Norhadi, your host. And today's topic is uh, top 10 reasons for inaccurate inventory records. And now it's uh, my pleasure to introduce you our guest today, Ken Didmos. Uh Ken is a supply chain operations and manufacturing consultant. He has run his own business um, can outsourcing services and has worked with well over 200 companies assisting them in all aspects of uh, their manufacturing planning and control system and providing the employees with uh, education courses to raise uh, the level of understanding of operations and supply chain management can has been uh, very involved with the uh, SAPICs for last uh, 30 years for running the Town chapters to being on the board of directors and holding the position of president for two terms of two years. Ken is an APEX master instructor for the CBIM, uh, CSCB, uh, CLTD, uh, principal series, LIN program, as well as for the EPICS instructor development programs. So um, in this episode, we cover the top 10 reasons that uh, contributes to inaccurate inventory, a uh, view of them, um, education and training, uh, cycle counting, housekeeping, and so on. Okay, so enjoy this episode. All the best and ciao. Warehouse Best Practices.
2: Top 10 reasons for inaccurate inventory records. My name is Ken Titmus, and as a supply chain, operations and manufacturing consultant over the last 35 years, I've worked with well over 200 companies. There are two areas in business that we generally find are not handled very well, and these are firstly, forecasting and demand management, and secondly, achieving 100% real-time inventory records in the store or warehouse. Today we'll concentrate on the latter, inventory accuracy. When we ask management the accuracy levels of their inventory, we usually get the replies, well, okay, not too bad, could be better. Rarely do we actually get a percentage figure. If management understood or even measured the cost of poor inventory accuracy, they might then do something about it. Some time ago, a survey was done of uh, 1,100 companies and it was established that for a company of 100 to $200 million of turnover, poor inventory accuracy could cost the company in the region of about $7 million a year. Now, this is a waste. Over the years, we've developed what we call a world-class ma- uh, warehouse assessment, which compares the company's warehouse operations to what we would consider to be a world-class warehouse operation. <clears throat> The assessment contains over 30 aspects of warehouse best practices and gives a score as a percentage achieved. What we want to do in this podcast is to focus on what we have found to be the top 10 reasons that contribute to inaccurate inventory. These are not in any order, as every warehouse or store is different. Number one, education and training. Although we said this, these reasons for lack of inventory accuracy are not in order, without a doubt, in most assessment reports we have presented to companies, this is at the top of the list. Generally, we find that the employees in the warehouse are the least educated, trained, and empowered employees in the company, and yet they're responsible for the company's bank vault. This is where we keep millions of dollars of the company's assets And then wonder why it goes missing. Management, wake up. The warehouse is the place in your operations that people should aspire to work after much education and training. As would happen in a bank who look after theirs and our assets accurately. Number two is cycle counting. This is nothing new and yet most companies do not implement this best practice. They continually insist on monthly, quarterly and annual stock takes to try and determine what is in their warehouse. I, first, I put my first cycle counting process in during the 1980s and quickly achieved well above 99% accuracy in four warehouses. In our experience, and we proved it more than once, a physical stock take is only about 85 to 90% accurate. This is nowhere near accurate enough to run any manufacturing planning and control system. We require an absolute minimum of 95% before even considering switching on an MLP system and, accept and expect that figure to be ultimately on its way to virtually 100%. Many companies say they do cycle counting, but when you review their processes and resultant lack of increase in improvement in accuracy, we realize they are just doing a physical stock take spread over the month. A proper cycle counting process starts with a control group to identify the major causes of errors and then eliminating these causes prior to implementing the full cycle counting process. So the objective of cycle counting is not to get your stock accurate. It is there to find out why things go wrong and then fix the problems. As this happens, the inventory becomes more and more accurate And when you get there, never ever do a full physical stock take again. Otherwise, you will introduce errors back into your system. Number three, policies, procedures, and work instructions. We are not sure that we've ever assessed a warehouse that really had a good set of documentation. Some warehouses have some procedures, but rarely do we see a management warehouse policy indicating how the warehouse should be run. In fact, we generally see very little management policy in any area of a business. We are not sure the management knows what to write in these policies or the need for them. For example, the warehouse policy should, apart from other aspects, indicate that stock accuracy in the warehouse will be maintained by using proper cycle counting procedures and all physical stock takes will be eliminated. This policy does not tell us how to do it. That is the job of the procedures to lay out in detail the process to conduct a daily cycle count. The results of the cycle counts need to be recorded in the computer system. And this is the job of the work instruction to explain the correct transactions to record the counts in the computer system. Ultimately, this full set of documentation will be used to educate and train the warehouse employees, and only after being tested to confirm their competence in the various warehouse functions. Here, we just want to comment on the job descriptions of those that are working in the warehouse. Do they include the word accuracy? Mostly, I find they do not, and therefore it doesn't happen. In fact, the job description for anyone working in the warehouse could be one sentence, really to create and maintain a 100% accurate real-time inventory records. That's what we expect them to do for the benefit of the rest of the business. Number four, housekeeping. Many companies have monthly housekeeping checks around their facilities to ensure safe and healthy operating conditions. But the warehouse needs a couple of extra items to be added onto the list of requirements. When I first walk into the store or warehouse, I can almost immediately come up with a score for the world-class warehouse assessment based on their housekeeping. If everything is neat and tidy, racks and SKUs are numbered clearly, and there's no rubbish lying around, we can be confident that the employees have a pride in their work and they know what they're doing. A warehouse that is a complete mess with rubbish all over the place is going to require a great deal of work to get it up to the required level to be an asset to the company's supply chain number five receiving in this uh, this is the area where we find many area errors enter into the warehouse system for two reasons firstly has the item that is being delivered been ordered on an official purchase order and has the supplier sent the correct material in the correct quantity so being able to identify items correctly and confirm the quantity is vital. When it comes to quantity, it is sometimes difficult to accurately determine if we have received the correct amount or not. Is there really 100 meters of wire on that reel, 250 metal pressings in that box, or even a 1,000 tea bags in that carton? Or sometimes we buy product by weight and we are able Are we able to confirm we've received the right quantity? Over the years, I've collected many stories about suppliers cheating their customers by under-supplying, as they know their customer has no way of confirming the quantity accurately. In receiving, you need a little black book to record information. So the most important piece of equipment at receiving is an appropriate, accurately calibrated scale for what you need to measure. For example, accurately count 250 metal pressings into the carton and weigh them, recording the weight in the black book. It is easy then to put future cartons of that product being received on the scale to get confirmation of quantity. If the carton is light, send it back to the supplier. Measure the weight of a meter of wire, and when the core is empty, weigh that as well. <clears throat> should then be easy to compute and confirm the weight of the full reel of wire. Remember to record these numbers in your little black book. By the way, do you test your store's employees to see if they can count? Sounds silly, but many of of them can't count correctly when tested. Warehouse securities number six. Over the years, we've realized that people that work in a store or warehouse are exceptionally clever. We've collected many stories of the innovative ways that people have devised to get stock out of the warehouse unofficially. Maybe I should write a book. Time is too short to relate any of these tales now. But if you are responsible for warehouse, think like a criminal and see how you would relieve the stock out of the store illegally. If I were a criminal, I would certainly look for a warehouse that does not perform proper cycle counting. Because if I'm careful, not too greedy, it's unlikely I'll get caught. With proper cycle counting, causes of errors are very quickly picked up and shrinkage is definitely one of them. There are many reasons for poor security, but probably the main one is the warehouse is left open and people can wander in and out at leisure. This is your bank vault, treated as such. It should be written into the company policy that to be found in the store without permission and being escorted by an employee working in the area, it's a serious offense with a written final warning. Second time, dismissal. Visual visual performance measures are number seven. Very rarely do we see visual performance measures in a warehouse or store. We would like at least to see inventory accuracy indicated at the warehouse, so we know how well we can believe the on-hand balances in the computer system when making decisions to replenish stock or allocate inventory to works or sales orders. If inventory accuracy is below 90 percent, I would probably ask the store to confirm quantities before making a decision. Above 95 percent, I could probably take the computer records as acceptable. Of course, inventory accuracy is the key measure, but once a proper cycle counting program is in place, More measures will be available, such as, not exclusively, receiving, putting away, picking, shipping accuracy. We found that those companies that do not have inventory accuracy on the boss's daily dashboard find it difficult to reach their accuracy targets. If employees in the warehouse know the boss is looking at their performance and he or she knows the true cost of inaccurate inventory to the business, they are more likely to try harder to get to that virtually 100% accuracy level. Number eight, shipping. Where materials enter and exit the warehouse. These are certainly places for errors to take place. We've already mentioned receiving, but we have also found criminal activity taking place at the point where stock leaves the warehouse. Here, we usually set up a third-party check on goods that have been brought to the marshalling area by the picker to ensure two things. One, the customer is going to get exactly the right items and quantities that he ordered, and secondly, to ensure there's no collusion between the picker and the person loading the trucks or issuing uh, to the customer. These third-party checkers need to be rotated on a regular basis to ensure no improper relationships can develop between employees. Number nine is discipline. This is a problem throughout many businesses, not only in the warehouse. If we look at the definition of the word, it's defined as the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. The key here is training and we would say testing as well to confirm compliance and then auditing regularly to make sure employees are still conforming to the correct procedures and have not slipped into shortcuts or leaving out parts of the procedure that could affect others in the organization. The punishment would be disciplinary action, probably written warnings and in some cases retraining and assessment if necessary. Lastly, number 10, continuous improvement. This is the cream on the top, but I do not see many companies getting to the point where they have a regular continuous improvement program on the go. Some companies have introduced green areas where the employees have a quick meeting each morning to look at what went wrong the previous day, look for solutions and implement continuous improvement. Of course, with a proper cycle counting program, you're also continuously improving as you find reasons for errors in your imagery records and eliminate them. There is always a better way. We need to find it and move forward and upwards. If you're not improving, then you are going backwards. So in conclusion, considering what we have just discussed, the logical place to start a warehouse improvement program is with education. In this regard, vCare have recently introduced their Certified in Stores and Stock Control, CSSC, program, which covers many of the points mentioned. In fact, it really makes sense that everybody working in the warehouse should have some form of certification due to the importance of their job and the vast amount of the company's assets in their care. Something else that could be added to the warehouse policy. All employees need to be certified in stores and stock control. We would be happy to assist you in ch- achieving that important goal of 100% accuracy in real-time on in your inventory records, and you can contact me at KTitmus at mweb.co.za. That's K T I T M U S at mweb.co.za.
0: At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share Vichara Supply Chain and stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.bicharasupplychain.com.